Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to talk a little bit about what happened in December 2020 and a wrap-up for the year. Sounds good. Let's get at it. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Leslie, how was your holiday? Happy New Year. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, happy to be here. Surprised to be here, but happy to be here. <laughs> Had a good break, um, but I'm really ready to get at it, to get at something. Yeah, yeah. to get at something. Come on, market. Let's go. <laughs> um, actually, things are pretty good. I, yeah. Anecdotally, I, I'll just tell a little story. I was uh, showing some condos that last week to some new buyers, so, you know, lower-end downtown condos, and... Um, I saw three in two days, and all three of them sold immediately in multiple offers. uh, It's not the first time I've heard that. I think that um, there's been a bit of an uptick in the really only market that we saw take a bit of a um, flat line last year, and that's the downtown condo market. But I've heard that from several people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was feeling good about that. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, Good about it generally, but not good about it for your clients? No, it was good for my clients. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Of course. Success. Uh, But it was interesting because, you know, and and by the way, all of them had had just come out, and they were reasonably priced. It's not like they were underpriced. Um, So that was interesting. Now, the week before, I had a similar situation in some Etobicoke condos where I looked at, uh, I think it was four different places. Two of them sold in multiple offers. Um, The other two didn't sell in multiples. But again, not overpriced to begin with or underpriced. They were very, you know, sort of priced appropriately. And the two that sold in multiples went higher than I think they should have. So I I feel good about it. I think that's where we're going to be headed over the next few months. I'm happy to hear that. I have two great condo listings coming out in the next couple of weeks. So awesome. That's that's helpful in terms of the market and also in terms of perhaps um, marketing and pricing strategy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just have to wait and see. I think it's been such a crazy year. Uh, I had other clients see a house uh, in Pickering last week, um, little townhouse, cute place, and they did decided not to offer on it because it wasn't quite what they were looking for. Anyway, it got 16 offers. Oh, my goodness. So it's still hot out in Durham. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's no listings, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing coming out. So. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I do think I'm finding is typically, I mean, typically the spring real estate market is the hottest. Yeah. And typically it starts, I would say, do you agree, like mid-February kind of thing? Yeah. But um, I didn't know what to expect with COVID, but I think it's started already. Yeah, it seems like it. I I don't know if anybody here is paying attention to COVID when it comes to real estate. Right. But I don't think they've taken that seasonal holiday kind of um, back off Mm -hmm. that we see in a normal year. People are out there looking now and wanting to buy now. Now, part of that could be the weather too, right? We've been pretty lucky Mm -hmm. with the Mm -hmm. weather so far this year. So I don't Mm -hmm. know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But I don't, I feel good about it. I would say, you know, people wanting to buy or sell. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Life goes on. Carry on. Life goes on. Real estate is is an essential service. Everybody needs a place to live. Yeah. And, um, and, and move on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all we can do. Uh, So having said that, December, great month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again. (laughs) This is crazy, really. Uh, I think other people around the world would be like, what the hell's going on here? 
Uh, so just a bit of a recap. So highlights of 2020, first of all, uh, which were included in the December report from the Toronto Real Estate Board, we had um, an 8.4% increase in sales volume. So that's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Despite the whole situation. I mean, we had a bit of a blip there, March, April, May. Mm-hmm. Um, but considering, you know, the rest of the months were up 8% in sales. Mm-hmm. That's across the board, of course, mm-hmm. but that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And what's better than that um, is that in December, we had a 64% increase in sales over the previous December. I saw that. Um, it's not nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nuts. Yeah, I, I don't I entirely get it. No, I don't think anyone does. The numbers are there. The numbers are there. Uh, now, that brought us to average selling price year over year now this is month um you know you're not month over month year over year in, t- in general sales price up 13.5 percent okay so again huge for in uh, pandemic times 13.5 percent um that brought the average sales price to about nine hundred thirty thousand. Um, and then in terms of december we had a year over year increase of 11 percent Wonderful. Yeah. Such a strong, vibrant market. Yeah. Feels Um, good. So positive and optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So the only place we saw a decline, as we've mentioned a few, you know, times in a row now, was in the downtown, well, the condo market in general, the Mm -hmm. Toronto condo market. And we were were down about 4% in price over last year. Yep. Yeah. Not a a surprise. No. And even then, isn't it's pretty targeted, isn't it? I mean, you could mm-hmm. say in yeah. general terms that it's more smaller units mm-hmm. than the larger units. Mm-hmm. It's more, it is more downtown mm-hmm. than maybe Midtown or North Toronto. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, we're talking really from I'm going to say from uh, Bathurst. Yeah, over to around. Probably the distillery district. Yeah. And then up to Bloor. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the real mm-hmm. crux of it. And really, that's just because we had so much inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's, you know, really 4%. It's not that bad. No. You know, we, had, we had the market flooded with, with inventory. Uh, we had a lot of sales still moving through the system. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I, I don't see anything, any cause for alarms there. Definitely not. Alarm and bells. I, Mike, so my guess, I'm going to call it right now, is... Uh, Here we go. I, my guess is that we're, we're going to see an uptick in January. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I, just I, anecdotally, that's all, that's all I'm hearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just to give everybody a bit of a reference, because, I, I, you know, we've talked about this before, but these are the official numbers. Uh, December, detached home in the 416, 1.475 million, right? Wow. <laughs> I know. And that was up 8%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in the 905, this is crazy. 1.175 million was the average price for a detached. That was up. Are you ready for this? Almost 23% in price over last year. Mm-hmm. 23%. Mm-hmm. Right? So those people that are waiting to save more money, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. 
Yeah, I've had that conversation a lot uh, over the last few days uh, mm-hmm. with several people who just keep thinking it's going to tank at some point. So they've pulled themselves out of the market it's, and it's honest now they're out forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please don't do that, people. So what do you take from that that now might be a good time actually to buy in the 416? I mean... As opposed to the 905? Like, don't follow the herd? Buck the trend? Or... I don't know. You know what? I think you buy where you need to buy. Yeah. You know? I mean... It's both a short-term and a long-term um, decision. Yeah. And uh, you have to have a place to live. Yeah. So there have to be factors in your choice that meet your needs. Yeah. And I don't for one second think that people are not going to return to the city. No, I to don't To work, either. to live. I agree. I, so, you know, if if you want to be in the city, then be in the city. So maybe maybe you would have gotten a bit of a deal on a condo. I, I think we've seen the bottom. Mm-hmm. I think we're headed in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, you know, now might still be a good time. I just wonder about all these people buying now out in Durham only because they're working at home now. Yeah. It seems to. And so looking for more space and mm-hmm. um, distance with, you know, within their house, working space. How that, what's going to happen to those purchases in a couple of years? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we've touched on this before, mm-hmm. but not even Durham, but the people that moved to Timbuktu. Right. I'm not sure how that's mm-hmm. – it's going to be interesting. Yeah, to have to, people have – you know, there have been huge upheavals in their living circumstances mm-hmm. because of COVID. Mm-hmm. When the dust settles, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Are they you – know, what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then what does that mean for real estate? Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think that nothing means anything for the Toronto <laughs> real estate market. <laughs> I think it just, you know, it, it just keeps going. It has a life of its it own. Life, and it just, yeah, it makes, I mean, who would have thought we would have had unprecedented results in a time of national, you know, global crisis? Yeah. Only in Toronto. Oh, only in Toronto. GTA. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's crazy. But, you know, I think about all the little blips we've had over the years, things that people thought would crash the market and... And it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And um, God, it's funny though. You know, you do talk to these these people who are, and I have the same conversations you do, obviously, with people who are very much. Well, I'm looking at the numbers, and the economists say that the market's going to tank. And you know, there's just it, it's inevitable. The writing's on the wall, and it can't sustain itself. And I just think I've been hearing that for 16 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I going. get why your intuition is to believe that because nothing can, nothing mm-hmm. in life can go on forever, right. except maybe this. Yes, except for maybe the. <laughs> and I mean, at the end of the day, you just have to look at the numbers. You have to look at the numbers, and I just think that nobody knows, and you have to take everybody's input with a grain of salt. That's right. And anybody who tells you what is inevitable, right? I and mean, what's going to happen? Walk away. Yeah. Except mm-hmm. for us, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would never say with certainty. I mean, no, we put not. ourselves out as being serious and analysts of the numbers and knowing our markets, but we would never profess to say. No. For sure. No. But this is our odd. this is our educated um, assessment of mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah, based on what we're mm-hmm. looking at. Mm-hmm. Now, just to carry on a little bit from that, um, semi-detached homes, which obviously is a bigger deal and in the 416 and it is 905, 1.16 million in the city. That was up 15%. And then uh, 829,000 in the 905, up 17.4%. Wow. Yeah. Um, Townhomes up 17% in Toronto, up 13% in the 905. And then the condo market, which we talked about, we were down 4.7% in Toronto. But up six point three percent in the nine oh five. 
So we've got, you know, all these different segments of the market. We've only seen a decline in one of them. Not a surprise. And the rest of them are uh, doing extremely well. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell people when they hear those numbers and they're wondering what they should do? I mean, I guess my advice to everybody is sort of, you know, you've got to, if you're buying something and you want to get into the market, don't wait. Like, yeah. It just doesn't make any sense yeah. to wait. You cannot save as much money as you think that you can with the market escalation. Right. And so I know we've talked about this before, but, you know, I have clients that were going to buy something. They were going to spend probably about 750000 She says to me last week, you know, we think we might rent instead. And I said, why? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. You can afford to buy something now. Your rent is $2,000 a month, which is not outrageous, but that's $24,000 a year you're going to spend this year on rent, plus your $700,000 unit that you would have bought is probably going to escalate 10% this year. Yeah, you kind of, so that's the one um, person questioning that I say definitively, yes, you have to put a stake in the ground. And unless you start, you're never going to get into it. Right. And your first purchase doesn't have to be your last purchase. You just have to make right. a purchase. So these people will yeah. effectively have lost, yeah. right? I'm saying air quotes, lost $95,000 yeah. a year yeah. for not buying. Yeah. Well, how does that make yeah. any, any logical sense? Yeah. I have no trouble answering those people when they say, what should I do? You yeah. got to, you got to buy, you got to buy. So what, what do you, what's your, what do you mean exactly? So uh, people who already own mm. is now a good time to sell, but you've just told me all the numbers that are you know so high in other places. Like maybe I should sit and hold on to my property. I guess so. So much of that is lifestyle yeah. decision, right? Yeah. And I and I, I think that's probably why I'm struggling with the answer because there's yeah. there's I can I've looked at the numbers and I think there's no clear cut answer. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be you have to do what's right for you and your family. Always. Yeah. Right. So nothing's changed. I think the only thing I would have said maybe a month ago is that if you're thinking of selling a home and buying a condo, do it now. Exactly. But I think for everybody else, generally, if you're buying and selling, you're going to be in the same market. Right. And if you're thinking about selling because you want to retire, you're going to do that anyway. Right. Right? Yeah. So you're always going to lose money if you wait. Right. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, I could say, and this is this is crazy. People think this way, but if you think to yourself, "Well, Jesus, if I had sold that house a year later, I would have made ten percent or fifteen percent more." Well, that's always the case. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, you if you hold on to the house for because the, the one hundred more you, years, yeah, the place you're going to make would a fortune. Would have been ten percent more. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you know, if you're thinking about downsizing and moving into a an apartment or something, it's always, there's, you're always going to be missing out right. if you wait. So if a you great don't wait. time to be downsizing from a house to a condo because we've talked about the difference in what's going on in those markets. Yeah. Maybe also a good time to sell your um, Toronto house and mo- if you're thinking of retiring or downsizing to not even just the suburbs, but to a small town somewhere in Ontario. Maybe yeah. a good time to do that. Yeah. Take advantage of this market and the disparity with other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's a personal decision, I guess, and there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's. I think that's exactly it. You've just got to really figure out what works for you. You can't look back. You can't have regrets, mm-hmm. right? 
I think mm. that's the biggest issue is people think that had they have waited or had they have done something different. You or, do hear that. Oh, I sold my house in 2005 for 500000 Now yeah. it would be worth one point four. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so here's a news flash in case you're not noticing this. If you sell your house in 2021, you won't get as much money as you will in 2025. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. just how it is. Mm-hmm. Every year mm-hmm. goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, on the buying side of that, just remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw this, uh, I think it was Toronto Life, I think it was, um, had an article last year that said that if the trend continued mm-hmm. as it is now, that the average detached home in Toronto, I can't remember if it was 20 years from now or 30 years from now or whatever it was, would be five um would be the average home would be five million. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew exactly what the stat was because it doesn't make sense if it was like twenty years, thirty years, whatever. But it was it was a crazy amount of time, uh, you know, crazy amount of money for not that short of a period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but I believe it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as things continue the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, so that's a bit of a wrap up of what happened in twenty twenty and in December in particular. Um, I think now we're just kind of hanging on for the ride, right? <laughs> That's right. We <laughs> waiting to see what's going to happen next. Um, largest increases, by the way, if we are looking for um, all home types, and it's just so interesting to look at these numbers over and over. Um, you know, in the different in the different regions, we had. Let me just pull this up here. If we look at the. Uh, benchmark increases for uh, detached homes. Halton, uh, pretty big increase there. They had um, almost 18% in price. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Uh, we've talked about Toronto. Durham, of course, which is the region that's been the hottest, has been almost 22%. That's yeah, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Simcoe County, 22%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I mean, pretty much every region outside of the city has been huge. Mm -hmm. And then we look at Toronto, not as big. So, Mm. Uh, but, you know, it makes sense if you think about it. I mean, not just because of the COVID situation and people not being in the city, but at some point people need to, it's still $1.5 million for a house here. So it's still extremely unaffordable, right? Mm -hmm. So depending on um, what your affordability factor is. Um, and we've talked about this a few times, but where are you advising your clients to buy now? My my clients who are looking for a home to live in? Yeah. So places like, or people who are first timers, you know, what would you and saying to you, what should I do? Well, first of all, I, as we've talked about, I think uh, any purchase is a good purchase. Um, and for every person, that answer is going to be different based on their requirements. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I talk about people having a list of their must-haves and their would-like-to-haves. Yeah. For I think there's um, unprecedented value in downtown condos. So mm-hmm. people who are renting and throwing that money away every month that might be equivalent to getting into the condo market, I would suggest that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for new and First-time buyers, I guess. Um, otherwise, um, I don't. I, I, I don't know. What do you say? I think it, I, kind of the people same, looking have, at houses. Um, I'm trying to steer people toward condos right now. Yeah, that's for what I first say. time. I, I think, Yeah, mm-hmm. especially for people who yeah. are new in the market. It's. 
I think it's a good opportunity still, mm-hmm. even though I think we've probably hit the bottom already. But um, in terms of freehold, in terms of houses, I think it's a good time to be thinking if your life um, warrants this thought of moving maybe from a semi-detached to a detached mm-hmm. in this market. Mm-hmm. Yep, I have sense. some people thinking that now is the time to do that. Uh, in terms of where, um, I always, you know, the tenant is location, 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 and I, I still strongly believe that. Um, I have clients who are thinking like the herd men- mentality driven by COVID of moving to the suburbs, and we have um, long conversations about bucking the trend and the um, you know, pull back into the course of the city that I think is going to happen. And that because of that, maybe it's a time not to go mm-hmm. um, to the suburbs and and uh, buy within Toronto. Mm-hmm. And what do you say to people? Yeah, I would say about the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give you some other stats because mm-hmm. this, this is fascinating to me. Sorry for those people who aren't in as much of the stats as, as we are. Uh, so I mentioned to you the average price of a home in the, in uh, for all of Treb this year was nine hundred and thirty two thousand. Yeah. In two thousand and eight, the average price three seventy nine. Well, two thousand and eight was hard. Yeah, there were three months, and that's the only time in my whole career there's been a uh, problem in the market was yeah. in two thousand eight, but it right. only lasted for three or four months, and it was really kind of just went flat. It didn't yeah, take a dip. That just shows. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Now, let's skip ahead to... Well, I, we bought our house in 2006. Right. And our jump is about the same. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2011, average price, 465 Let's say 2014, 566 So the thing that gets me is such a strong investment... But also, you've had somewhere to live for 15 years. Right. I mean... I know. Yeah. 2017, 822. And then uh, 2019, of course, 9, whatever. Mm -hmm. So isn't that interesting, though, to Mm -hmm. think about um, even if you bought, well, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. right? Um, In 2020... In 2010, 431, and then your your investment is more than doubled in 10 years. And this just goes to the point we made earlier that unless you get in to the real mm-hmm. estate game, mm-hmm. you're not going to get be able to get in because yeah. that's what's that's what's been happening and that's what's forecast to continue to happen. Yeah, and you can't buy up if you don't buy in. That's right. And I find that people can get discouraged by what their money will get them. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, instead you should be so happy your money will get you that. Yeah. And then in five years, guess what? That's right. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, so this is really, I think, the best thing to show people. I mean, mm-hmm. this is just, this is a, I'm screen saving this and I'm sending it out to everybody who says, well, one of the blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this just goes to show you, even 2019, the average sales price was 819. Mm-hmm. In 2020, it was 9.30. Like, that's a huge difference in a year. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going to make a hundred and something thousand dollars? Right. And you've had a place to live. And you had a place to live. And you've raised your kids. You've gone to the school. You've bought the, I don't know. Yeah. Chocolate. Or you've invested, you know, you've had it as an investment and yeah. made money on the rent. Yeah. 
which is a whole other story. So I think, you know, just remember that, everyone. Just remember. We'll see. Let's see. If it goes up another 100000 we'll be over. The average price will be over a million this time. Yeah. This time next year. And I'm yeah. sure it will. Yeah. The only thing I think about personally is I have three teenagers and how will they ever buy anything? It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. But, you but, know, did we not say that back in, you know, I bought my first home was like 280000 It was such a stretch. Yeah. You know. I remember mine was three fifty, and I lost sleep the oh, night yeah. uh, we bought it because we spent $5,000 more than our we, what we budgeted. We right. spent three fifty five, right. and I could not sleep. And then a year and a half later, we saw, sold it for five twenty-five. Right. And I thought, okay, we lost. You know, we could have made five thousand more. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a real lesson to me. I wasn't in real estate then, right. but I thought, all I I probably needed to go to the hospital for my blood pressure that night. I'll never forget yeah. it. But oh it yeah. Was, uh, I when we that sold too. it for five twenty-five, like, oh wow, I worried yeah. about that. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's crazy. And my first house, two eighty, new build, and I sold it nine months later for three twenty-five. Yeah. And that seemed like, ooh, yeah. that seemed, you know, mm-hmm. like a, nine months later, I'm going to lose so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, but we made all that money. Yeah, just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for sharing all those stats. No I think problem. there's a lot of info there yeah. for people to digest. Yeah. I think, as always, you know, we're here for the numbers, for the data. Um, if you're interested in reaching out, getting more information, just let us know. We're mm-hmm. happy to provide it to you. Um, another tip for those of you who are interested in this kind of stuff is to look at the TREB Market Watch, which comes out every month, usually around the third or fourth of the month after the stats are compiled. And if you just Google TREB Market Watch, it will bring you to the latest uh, Market Watch data, which is, I don't know, 30 pages of information. But um, this is kind of stuff we geek out on, obviously. Yeah. And we'll continue to talk about it every month. Yeah, so. every month we will, for sure. Um, and then, of course, if you want more information, you can always find us at our website, which is JanelleCameron.com, on our Instagram, on our Facebook, and YouTube as well. We do month uh, weekly um, stat videos, or information videos, Q&As, we call them, uh, about some things that are, people are asking about in the market. So, um We're out there if you need us. Yeah. Good. All right. So uh, until next time, happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com, that's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com, or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.